minus 10, 9. You're listening to the Launchpad Podcast with J-Man. Brought to you by Galant Media. Here's your host, J-Man. All right, now here's something that is most definitely factual. I don't think I've run into an unattractive Jason. Well, that, there you go. Where <laughs> I don't know where uh, my, I don't even look anything like my brothers. I'm not too sure what happened there, but yeah, we'll we'll go with that. We'll okay. go with the Jasons are some kind of weird genetic line. Yeah, you're keeping the streak going. So yeah, we, this is good. Jason Kristoff, and he's managed one of Canada's top weight loss clinics. Uh, he's written over 1,300 articles, and he's also a self-sabotage coach. And I've been following this guy for the last couple of weeks, and it was probably within one day I knew I wanted to have you on the show. So, Jason, thank you very much for joining me here on the Launchpad Podcast. Uh, always a pleasure, Jason. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's just start off with the basics. What is a self-sabotage coach? A self-sabotage coach is um, basically a person who specializes in brainwashing techniques. So we use the same brainwashing techniques that you probably potentially saw demonstrated in some movies or some TV shows. There's some catchphrases around our society in the past 10 years, like MK Ultra, which, you know, it stands for mind control, ultra mind control. And we use the same techniques that if you go to the CIA handbook, you'll see techniques for brainwashing and behavior modification. And what we do is we use those same techniques to push clients in the direction of their goals. Most brainwashing techniques today are sort of designed to, we all hack the subconscious mind. So it doesn't matter who's using brainwashing or behavior modification, we, we hack the subconscious mind the forces that are sort of prolific in our society today, they use the brainwashing to make you mimic and copy and emulate things that really don't have a benefit for you. So they make you more of a human mess. And we use the same techniques to make you a human success. And we use that phrase because it rhymes, but it really gets the point across. Right. So when people hear mind control and stuff like that, I know that some individuals have their eyes rolling to the back of their head, but we kind of know this already, especially when it comes to marketing. For instance, certain colors evoke certain emotions. Um, so could you give us a couple of examples just day to day where we believe we have this inner dialogue and we're making our own choices when in reality, we're just doing something that we've kind of been pre-programmed to do? I, I can provide uh, a lot of links too, but there's two great situations. I'll send you my best uh, six videos, very short videos that show concretely that the average human has no idea how their behavior <laughs> is manufactured. Sure. So you can put that in the show notes, but let's take example. There was a movie in 2001. It was called Gone in 60 Seconds. It was about car theft. It was Angelina Jolie and Nicolas Cage. And I think it was uh, Nicholas Cage had to save his brother or maybe his cousin. I, mean, I think it was his right. brother, his younger brother. And they had to steal a hundred cars in, it was a very short amount of time. Uh-huh. Now repetition is what hacks the subconscious mind. And the subconscious mind is the part 
of the brain that most people don't even, they're not aware of because it's outside their conscious awareness. It's obsessed with repetition and we'll get into why maybe later in the discussion, but during uh, when this movie about car theft and there was a lot of positive reinforcement about the car theft because Nicolas Cage got the girl and that really is what the subconscious mind is looking for too, positive reinforcement. And when this movie was released in Burnaby, BC, Canada, car theft went up 65% in the first 10 days. Now, if you were to tell someone that if they watched a movie about car theft, they would go execute car thefts, they would say, no, I know that's wrong. And, and, but if you go to a psychology library and get into how human behavior is literally manufactured as a script by the subconscious mind, and it's very powerful at what its job is its job the reason it's making those people steal the cars is because the subconscious like the target of all these mind brainwashing techniques the subconscious is in charge of your safety your security and your survival this is a hackable protocol and how it i mean picture it as you know puffing up its chest and really getting in front of you and saying hey jason i'm going to protect you today i mean this is its job it does this without your conscious awareness how it accomplishes this goal is it scans the environment for repetition and forces you to act out the repetition now why would it count and rank and it's almost, it almost takes, Jason, almost like a piece of paper, a pad, and it counts the repetitive content in your environment. And then it's almost like it pushes that pad of paper up into your behavior system, your neurological system. You think you're acting out, making your life decisions based on careful consideration. If you go to a psychology library, you are not. You are getting fed a scripts. And the reason the subconscious mind is looking for the content um, that's most repetitive is because it knows one thing through a lot of genetic experience. Repetition denotes the bigger herd. The bigger herd is the safer herd. And that part of the mind is in charge of your safety. So whatever gets the most repetitive content, whatever gets the, the highest ranking and repetitive thought, repetitive. That, I mean, that's why if this part of the brain looks out through its eyes, it scans the environment at 11 million pieces of information a second. And the part of the mind I'm talking with and the part of the mind you're listening with can only handle, that's the conscious part. Mm-hmm. It can only handle 140 pieces of information a second. Okay. So this is a very ferocious downloading capability And that's why if this piece of paper comes up with 100 night shoes compared to 50 Under Armour, you will get instructed to go buy Nike as a script. So at the end of the day, when you say safety, is that the same as survival? It's almost like a survival technique to just go towards the whole go go toward the average right so you don't uh, so you don't really stand out it this is a great protocol for surviving in nature so if you're in the woods and everybody's in a tent and you're just dealing with repetitive content that sort of nature or god or you know the creator provides you will be downloading that sort of code as the repetitive content 
And that's where it really works good. You'll always end up safer going to the bigger herd. But if you're in a, a society where everybody's broke, everybody's overweight, everybody's diseased, and everybody watches TV, drinks coffee, drinks wine, and their health is a complete and ultimate disaster, this part of the brain, this is the problem with the brainwashing today, it's still counting. And it counts the bigger, bigger herd as completely dysfunctional. You still get the script to fit in. That's, that's how brainwashing can be used to make you act out the behavior of the herd in order to fit in. But in the self-sabotage coaching, it's literally you're dying to fit in because if you fit in with the majority today, you will not survive longer. And that's how this sort of subconscious mind, you know, blueprint is being hacked to what to invoke what we call kamikaze mind control, where the person is literally tricked into killing themselves prematurely because the herd is actually doing that and your mind will copy that. I'll give you just one more example. Uh, the Cosby Show. Uh, um, it was a show with Bill Cosby. It was we all know the Cosbys, Jason. Come on. We all know Your the Cosbys. Pops. <laughs> yeah, and Mr. <laughs> Mr. Huxtable, Bill, uh, Bill Cosby, during the, the Cosby show, he was an African-American medical doctor. And his wife, Claire Huxtable, she was African-American uh, lawyer. And during the nine-year run of the show, African-American enrollment in medical school and law school went up uh, 19%. They called that the Cosby effect. And this sort of mimicking and mirroring and emulating, it doesn't even matter. Like something like a Netflix show called The Queen's Gamut, I believe, is about chess playing. Chess sales have gone up over 700% since the Netflix show has aired. And... This sort of technology that humans mimic was mastered in ancient times, and there were there were actually battles between factions and governments saying, let's give them something positive to mimic. And other factions would say, hold on, if they'll copy anything they see on a repetitive basis, let's hold some plays and disempower them so that they're easier to rule. And there were there were there were fights amongst ancient societies about how this mind control brainwashing technology was going to be utilized. Okay. That's compelling stuff and it makes sense. (laughs) So what would be one simple way that people could combat this? I would think that positive affirmations would be a good thing surrounding yourself with positive affirmations or just good books. If you're going to go to YouTube or something like that, watch a positive video. You have to kind of do, you got to take a two prong or three prong approach. That's what self-sabotage coaches are good at, making sure you get the right affirmations, making sure you get the right hypnotherapy, making sure you understand the process entirely. But there's a part of the brain that is very prone to follow the herd. It's called the limbic system. It's basically your fight, flight, or freeze system. And that part of the brain is just behind your ear. Now that part of the brain has a very low IQ. It has childlike tendencies. It has no ability to consider the long-term consequences of its actions. And it's always looking for safety because it's only activated when you're in fear. 
And so that part of the brain, if you're in fear, you're very prone to be what we call in self-sabotage coaching, clingy to the bigger herd. So you'll be more apt to follow them, even if they're messy, even if you're, you'd be more overweight by following them, more broke, more depressed, more unsatisfied. You're, if you're in fear in the limbic system, you're more prone to go with the herd, even if it turns out a complete disaster. Now, what a lot of people don't understand is like your fight or flight will be activated if say you're getting mugged or you're getting chased by a pit bull. Obviously the fight or flight logically would be activated so you could fight the threat or run away from the threat. The average person doesn't know you have one fight or flight reaction when it goes off, the limbic system goes off. And this part of the brain called the prefrontal cortex, where the best of you live gets shut off. When you eat toxic food, when you're toxic and eating poison and interacting with poison on any level, you have the same fight or flight reaction. So if I, if I get you chased by a pit bull and draw your blood, I have the same metabolic reactions as you drinking alcohol. You well, have Back here. Yeah, you get a full activation of the limbic system, the fight or flight, because the fight or flight is basically a defensive positioning against any threat to your lifespan. So when you, I mean, that's why there's alcohol poisoning, but there's not cauliflower poisoning. So, because alcohol is, is a poison, right? right. It's, and, and so if you're going to poison yourself, you will activate the limbic system. It makes you more prone to self-sabotage. But then again, drinking is part of the self-sabotage cycle. But you're more prone to give in to this part of the brain that's downloading the repetitive content. And this part of the brain can also not tell the difference between real time screens screen like drama and imagine thought so if, if you're watching the movie shameless the, your subconscious mind not has no ability to differentiate real life from the characters in shameless even cobra kai and i've been analyzing cobra kai for an upcoming podcast but you will mimic the repetitive content in shameless because your subconscious thinks that's the tribe that you live in. Right. And if it determines that shameless is your tribe, <laughs> it can completely manufacture your behavior to be sloppy, addicted, illogical, irrational. And you will bring that into your everyday life with disastrous consequences. You'll be doing stuff that don't, doesn't make sense. You'll do it anyway. And that's what self-sabotage really is. You're doing stuff that makes no logical sense, but you, it's almost like an invisible hand is you know manuf like driving you toward this disastrous result just like the people who watched the movie gone in 60 seconds it's an invisible force that made the people steal the car like if they didn't see the movie there'd be no car theft right that's how powerful your subconscious is in control of your behavior and your subconscious does everything without your con conscious awareness which means if you go tanning you're not in control of the brown skin or the red skin reaction. Your body says, I got that, Jason. You go do what you got to do. Right. And if a lady's having her menstrual cycle, she can't say, oh, skip this month. Well, you kind of can, but we won't get into that. Right. And even if you, um, you know, it doesn't matter if you're sweating. Like if you're in a sweat lodge, 
trying to do a detox and you said, hey, you're not going to sweat. Your, your subconscious says, all right, don't worry. Like I'm in control of a lot more than you think. So whether it's tanning, sweating, menstrual cycle, even a bowel movement, even a sneeze, you generally have very little control. Your behavior, shocking to most people, falls in that category. So where do you fall on things like video games where you've heard throughout the decades that these video games, especially when they're violent, can bring forth violent tendencies in children or rap music and the lyrics that they use when it was a little bit more towards the the gangster rap. Do both of those carry any merit or is that a different part of the brain or? It carries every piece of merit you could ever uh, register at a psychology library. Yeah. You you will download repetitive content and you will act it out. Just like in the movie, um, you know, Bird Box. It was a movie with Sandra Bullock on Netflix. And when that uh, movie rolled out, suicides went up exponentially because it was a movie about killing yourself. And these kind of things have a huge impact. Now, the people organizing the media are well aware of these impacts on our behavior and they will tailor our media diet to get us to behave in the exact way that they want. Wow. So we're going to come back around to that. (laughs) Sure. Wow. Uh, Caffeine. Yes. Now I'm a big coffee drinker. I never thought anything about coffee other than it just gave me a little bit of a buzz. And I started reading some of your stuff. And if this, television thing and media deal that we're talking about right now speaks on anything is there any surprise that there happens to be a coffee shop on almost every corner and mcdonald's is giving it away for free why do people want to stay away from coffee well i think the first thing to understand is when people are programmed by repetitive content they won't remember the they won't remember consciously the repetitive repetitive content now the most repetitive content in all of media is a coffee takeout cup a coffee mug like you were drinking a coffee machine on the back kitchen counter or literally a coffee shop now your subconscious mind whether you like it or not is always ranking and the thing about coffee and you drink caffeine, if you read the book Caffeine Blues by Stephen Chernisky, you will see, or you could even go to Google right now, go to YouTube and put in ABC, you know, the news station, ABC MRI coffee. And you will see a lady take one eight ounce cup of coffee. She goes into an MRI machine and there is a, a doctor there to judge the scan of the brain and he eyeballs it that yeah the before and after instantly there's a blood flow less blood flow to the brain less oxygen to the brain by 40 percent now he eyeballed that when it was measured it's 52 percent not only are you getting half the blood flow and oxygen to your brain when you drink coffee for 24 hours caffeine is an alkaloid poison that the coffee plant, and the coffee plant isn't the only plant that uses caffeine in this way. There are many other plants that manufacture caffeine. It's used to kill other bugs. It's used to kill other plants, 
that compete with sunlight with that plant. And it's also used to kill bugs that try and eat that plant. Caffeine is what is known as an alkaloid poison. And any poison that's ingested, ingested will activate the limbic system where you go into that lower IQ, you're more clingy to the tribe, you want to fit in sort of no matter what, because you're actually in a fear mode. And when you're in fear, like if you're a wolf and you're in fear, you will feel safer in the middle of the pack and then the fear will subside. So when you're activating your limbic system through poisoning, you will get clingy to the herd. Your self-sabotage propensity will increase wildly. Now, if you read Caffeine Blues, you will see that coffee causes high cholesterol, heart attack, stroke, carpal tunnel, uh, degeneration of the hips, degeneration of the knees, degeneration of the lumbar spine, specifically L4, L5, or L5S1, uh, the cervical spine at C7, it causes uh, strokes, it causes peripheral strokes, it causes depression, <laughs> it, it causes everything. And the only reason it gives you energy, Jason, is because the same, if you got up every morning and got chased by a pit bull, by the, you know, you, it chased you two blocks to your car, you got in the car and took a 10 minute drive to work, you're, you're rev, man, you're like, wow, wow, what a big burst of energy. But that's energy leaving your system. So caffeine is like that. It is a violent reaction to the poison. You get energized because your body increases the heart rate. Anytime your body increases the heart rate, it's trying to move the blood faster to detox the poison faster. Mm. And it causes sometimes a bowel movement because the body's like, we got to get this poison into the toilet. The less time the poison is in transit in the body, you know, the, the better it is for me who, who's running. This is the subconscious takes care of all this as well. Coffee, if I'm in the ruling position, so if I'm a ruler and caffeine makes you childlike, no ability to judge your long-term consequences, puts you under deeper forms of mind control, well, of course, I'm going to want a coffee shop on every corner. Of course that. So why do I want the poison so bad? Like you said, with cauliflower, I don't wake up and think, oh, man, like, dude, Jay, I need a spinach shake. Like, I'm right. dying for a spinach shake. But that's the thing. If I gave you repetitive content of a spinach shake, you would want it. And that's the reason you do not get repetitive content. Right. The, the And even in, if you go to the movie uh, Fight Club with Edward Norton and Brad Pitt, and you can just look it up on YouTube. Just put Fight Club, Starbucks coffee cup. They will tell you that there's a Starbucks coffee cup takeout in every scene of Starbucks, no except us, any, every scene of uh, Fight Club, no exceptions. Right. And that's because they know that the repetitive content will be counted by your subconscious mind. It will uprank and upregulate your behavior towards Starbucks. And guess who the primary seed funder of Starbucks was back about uh, 20 years ago? Bill Gates. No. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Gates found his way into this conversation. <laughs> yeah, he always does yeah. in a little way. So there, there's some big dots there, uh, you know, size of the moon right. and the sun, as we say, in uh, self-sabotage coaching. But even if you just wanted to read the book, Caffeine Blues, you're going to see that coffee literally causes 
almost every disease. It definitely causes the top 20 diseases today, autoimmunity, arthritis, uh, Crohn's, colitis, ulcers. Um, it, it causes carpal tunnel. It causes so much bad stuff. But the average person will hear this. They could read the book. They'll choose not to. Not because of anything other than their subconscious mind has already pushed up their script into their behavior complex. And that script says you have to drink coffee to be one with the herd. That's, it's called kamikaze mind control for a reason. And if you watch any movies, and the second most frequent movie symbol is alcohol. Even if you go watch Cobra Kai, and when I watch, I analyze it, and then I do a big podcast. I call it the, the Illuminati movie review. Okay. And uh, people love that, right? They love that, 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 uh, that word. It really gets their attention. But we don't look at Johnny Lawrence or Ralph Macchio as actors. We never really look at them directly. We look behind them because the subconscious is famous for looking past the actors and scanning the objects in the background. And in Cobra Kai, it started off as a really good family sort of not infiltrated with the technology that I'm familiar with, but the alcohol, the coffee, the, they're always, it's, most shows are literally just repetitive content carriers of coffee and alcohol. I just have to be mm -hmm. honest as someone who has studied this for 15 years, that's it in that's that's most shows it doesn't really matter what show you watch you're going to be drowned in repetitive symbology of coffee and alcohol mm -hmm. and that is going to make you like for males alcohol drops your testosterone you're not going to be as strong you have to you're going to have more estrogen you're going to be tired and weak and fatigued and when you're tired weak and fatigued well, what do you think you need in the morning coffee right. Right? Right. If you don't have circle. natural energy, you're going to be in real trouble. You're going to be more prone to start having passionate love affairs with these uh, quick, quick chemical uh, energy substances. Right. Now, having been in media myself, I spent, I spent some time um, studying film. And we kind of touch on a lot of the stuff that you're touching on, not as deep but in regards to understanding that the way these movies are made and these TV shows are made, everything that you're seeing there is by design. So it's not just, you know, by, by accident well, that there happens to be a whole bunch of coffee cups there. Well, we'll give them some easy examples. Go to the internet, look up Dirty Grandpa, the trailer. It's only two minutes long. Now we've analyzed that me and my coaches and we put on Zoom events for thousands of people to teach them this and they, we teach them how to look at the trailer and see what the repetitive content is. Say Dirty Grandpa, it's with Zac Afron and Robert De Niro. It's a two minute clip. We only took the first minute and we counted 76 imprints of alcohol in 60 seconds. Right. So your subconscious mind has counted all 76 of those. If you go to a sitcom called Mom, if you go to a sitcom called Mom, it's with a blonde lady it's uh, it's horrendous. It's very immoral and unethical, which the subconscious mind always also picks up. But coffee imprints in the one minute trailer are in the uh, range 46. So 46 did, coffee imprints. Where one do we lose trailer. this battle? 
because I remember when I was a kid, the big thing was, you know, you saw Pepsi commercials. I don't know if maybe it was even because we were young and we just, things seemed a little bit more evident. And we'd always joke about how you'd always see Pepsi placement or you'd see uh, Coke placement. I remember back in the day, there was a lot of talk in regards to not having people smoking in films. Right. Where did all that go? Well, they give you, they disguised it because, you know, the, the, the people who find it easier to rule you when you're weak know that coffee or smoking or Pepsi or Coke will do. It doesn't, they're very keen on coffee, but really anything will do. Oh. So if, if they take out smoking, they're just going to upramp the coffee. If they ever took out the coffee, they'd upramp the smoking. It doesn't, it, even like smoking, uh, there was a campaign in 1929 called the Torches of Freedom, uh, and it was designed to get females to smoke and use this technology. And it was a sweeping success. This, the amount of female smokers in the United States went from about half a percent up to about 20%. Because, again, it's kamikaze mind control. Humans will copy anything that they believe will will make them bond harder with the bigger herd. And this is all basically decided upon outside your conscious awareness. And if anybody wants to go to YouTube, look up the um, phrase torches of freedom. You can put just cigarettes and you will see the mind control, repetitive upregulation of female smoking imprints that made females smoke. So you can, be, you can be tricked to kill yourself through repetitive content. It's very, very easy. It's done all the time. Okay, I'm just gonna take the leap with you here, brother. So I don't know what came first, but I know that obviously money is a very powerful thing, a very powerful tool and we live in a capitalist society for now. <laughs> and people always want more. They always want more. And so I could see how this could be used as a marketing technique and is used as a marketing technique. So big business can make more money, bigger business, vicious cycle. Now, in regards to control, because you're saying in regards to controlling the masses or the herd, who are they? And is it for money or is it for some other type of absolute power, in your opinion? In my opinion, it's, it's just a maintenance of a system, uh, basically for the people who are in power to maintain theirs. We always get the impression that they have more power than the average person. But the reason they got that is by removing yours and transferring it to them. And poisoning you and tricking you with the kamikaze mind control which actually named after kamikaze pilots, by the way, because they actually literally killed themselves very quickly to be part of the herd. The subconscious was like, this is great. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll kill ourselves, but we'll be really well liked. That's how easy it is to trick. It's got some flaws, AJ. It's got, this part of the brain's got some major flaws. It could be definitely hacked. And uh, so the people that are in control, they know that the media and the word media as well um it it's from the word media is actually the name of a country an ancient country that we now know as turkey it used to be called media and the people who lived there were called the medes and the medes specialized in training 
other families of high stature around the Mediterranean how to use the repetitive content to control and, and extract the power from the slave class mm-hmm. and keep them under control. And someone says, well, what media was in play um, beyond the Netflix and, you know, the movies, there was no TVs in ancient Egypt, ancient Greece, where the, this technology was used prolific, uh, you know, at a, a very high intensity. Well, you know, um, they would use the town square. That's what it was. They, the, all these Shakespearean plays were the Netflix equivalent of what we see today. Okay. And, and so basically for people to maintain power, the messier you are, the easier it is. The more in fear you are, the easier it is because the fear triggers the limbic system and then you're very prone to follow. Logical thought and rational thought only occur in the prefrontal cortex, the part of the brain behind the forehead. And fear shuts it off because it, you're not supposed to be a deep thinker when you're in a stress situation. I mean, it's a great design, right? Like you get chased by the pit bull, the deep thinking part of the brain shuts off. And then the the limbic system is more getting real, like literally asking the subconscious to take full control. Okay. So if your prefrontal cortex is off because of fear of poisoning, you're literally asking this part of the brain that does the script pushing to take over more control of your behavior. So the media today uses repetitive content and you can see what the most repetitive content is today. They're using that purposely to invoke fear. They're manufacturing behaviors and beliefs and ideas based on the repetitive content and people are acting it out. I mean, mind control is not about a zombie drooling blood arms out straight moaning and groaning it's about jim at the coffee shop repeating what the tv said no research no books behind them to research anything most people like karen and kevin coffee shop who think they know what's going on they're simply victims of this mind control technology not one book in their house but adamant adamant they know what's going on and when you talk to them the only thing they say is exactly what the tv says they can't see it but other people can and then there's that intelligence differential where they're looking at you and you're looking at them and they're basically looking at you saying we can't believe you're courageous enough to be outside the herd and we're looking at them saying we can't believe you're you're believing this because there is no safety in this herd you're you're on a road to nowhere and that's how these sort of interactions go on between people who know the mind control technology and people who have no idea that your tv screen your phone screen and your movie screen are not there to entertain you they are there to entrain you and hack your subconscious mind with repetitive content okay so we'll go into television even deeper in 1984, big fan of that book, and it's starting to freak me out, the parallels yeah. that we're seeing today. And if you have not read that book, I strongly suggest you do, or watch the movie, whatever. That would be the modern-day audio book for your face. And I've read a bunch of stuff on TV, Operation Mockingbird, 
I know that there's the Sinclair Group, I believe, in the States that owns you know, roughly about 30 to 40% of all the local news stations. And there was even that mashup that was made of a PSA that was sent out over the wire for these stations to yes. talk about in regards to how social media is bad fake, and listen to us news. the news. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the right. Don't news. pay attention to the fake news. So I've heard numerous things, even down just to the name of television, tele to teleport a vision, uh, the programming. How much are you into all that kind of stuff? Does that carry some weight or do you have a different way of kind of explaining what that thing is all about? Well, basically, they, the people in the positions of power saw the TV as sort of a town square that, where you don't need a town square. It's a rectangle. It's kind of like a town square, but it can go on your wall and it can give you the repetitive content to hack you uh, on a daily basis. And most people are going to get hacked. And and if it was free, see, this is also part of the plan is that if you got delivered your TV for free, your Netflix was free, your cable was free, your internet was free, you'd be, be you would ask questions like, why is this free? Part of the sales pitch of this sort of agenda is to get you paying for your own enslavement or your own poisoning or your own indoctrination. So it, it helps disguise it that you pay for your own wine, you line up and pay for your own coffee. Cause if you didn't, they'd have to grab you and on your front lawn and two guys would have to hold your arm down and they have to pour a coffee down your throat. Then everybody would be like, Hey, Hey, hold on there. Something's up there, <laughs> you know? And so if you go all the thing about this technology that the Meads in, in this country called media, their big sales pitch to the ruling families of the day was like, you can reach out over long distances and destroy your enemy. You can, ha you can program the populace to destroy your enemy for you if you do the right repetitive content. And at first, when people came to hold counsel in these ancient courts, they'd be like, you're out of your mind. Mm -hmm. And they're like, watch us. And if you want to watch how easy this can be done, go watch a hypnotist by the name of Darren Brown use repetitive content to continually hack people's minds. So yes, I, I, I you know, tell live vision, television programming, you're getting programmed. And even, you know, there's more to it than that, but we'll definitely leave it at that. Your, your, your TV shows and your movies are not there to make your life better. It, it's there to extract your energy by tricking you to do things that have no financial benefit, no health benefit, no relationship benefit with you and your wife. This is the repetitive content is wine mom, bad mom, feminized men, alcohol, coffee, get a job, work, you know, this sort of thing has no benefit and there are other options to all this that will benefit your life directly. But if the repetitive content isn't there, you're not going to get the script. You're just right. going to act out the repetitive content on the screen. I thought of two specific moments, and one would be more recent with the pandemic that's been going on. But the, the power of media and me being from a radio background, I always talk about War of the Worlds where people right. actually thought aliens landed on this planet and they were attacking. That is the power of media then. I can only imagine how much of a stranglehold 
they've gotten since that point. And the most recent time it freaked me out in regards to the power of media, which I thought I was very well aware of, was when they made masks mandatory here in Canada, I believe. I don't know if it was just Ontario or if it was Canada. All I know is that everywhere I looked within three days of seeing that message on the TV, everybody was wearing a mask. So yeah, it can most definitely be used as a tool for good, but also could be used for evil. And I think the internet is very much the same way. I think we're just starting to learn how to harness the power of the internet for good. Yeah, you can go like repetitive images in self-sabotage. If you want to rehab out of your self-sabotage, like size matters, which means in self-sabotage, the size of the herd is where you're going to get dragged to. So you'll have to literally modify and manipulate your own repetitive content. You can't, repetitive content rules your life. So you can either let the media imprint the repetitive content well outside your conscious awareness, or you can control your repetitive content and push your own behavior in the direction of your dreams. But I will tell you one thing, you cannot strong arm this part of the mind. If you're watching Shameless, Bad Moms, Dirty Grandpa, you cannot wake up one day and say, I'm not going to drink coffee. I'm not going to drink alcohol. The subconscious will laugh at you and be like, okay, new brother. And I'll be like, wow, he doesn't know how anything's going on in his own head. You won't, you won't be financially abundant. If you come across money, you will spend it because that's another theme in media. I mean, look at the Titanic. And if you look at the Titanic, you'll you'll find a similar theme in all the movies. Jack Dawson, he doesn't even have to pay money to get on the Titanic. He wins it in a card game. Rose has to marry the rich jerk. Rose is up in the first class cabin, bored to death. She sneaks off to be with Jack down in the, uh, have the sexcapades down in the third class cabin. They're dancing. You've never had so much fun. And again, the repetitive message is insidious. Being rich is bad. Being poor and struggling is the high moral ground. And if you won the lottery, and that's why 90% of lotto winners are bankrupt in the first three years, is because the people who control your content will litter your... Just look at the movie um, Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase. His boss gave him usually a bonus and then gave him a coupon for jelly of the month club. (laughs) And what you have to understand is that it doesn't matter what show you watch, even watch the equalizer when Denzel Washington cleaned house at the rich Russians uh, drug den, the rich Russian pulls up in a big Mercedes with the gold wing door. He's coming in, he's rude. He's a prick. And then Denzel Washington works at the Home Depot and everything. It's it's called poverty programming. It's as insidious as anything else in there, which means you'll never be abundant. But if you fluke into it, if you get a program defect and be one of the 10, one out of the 10 people that gets rich, you'll blow it up your nose. You'll drink too much booze. You'll wrap your Ferrari around a tree. (laughs) They, They totally got you. Because all you run on are these things. You run on scripts. So anyway, I'm sure people are putting this together. They're like, I'm going to go today and watch a movie. Yeah. And just go watch Cobra Kai. And I'll even give you a hint on Cobra Kai. Because you can see new themes, new pushes in the new uh, shows. And 
I noticed three or four imprints. I'm on the, you know, I'm almost done the third season. I'm in the, in the uh, halfway and there's only three seasons, but there are signs I've never seen before in the background of Cobra Kai. It's a gun with a circle and a, a line through it, which means no guns. No guns. And, there's a big and push. this is, but this is the big push, right? To disarm the Canadians, disarm the Americans. And that's repetitive content. It's been proven that you can hack someone's behavior in two repetitions or more, as little as two, and your behavior will change. And if you want to see that clearly in a video, go to YouTube, put Darren Brown, and it's not with an A, it's with an E. Darren Brown, and just put Zoo. And you will see a video where Darren Brown completely hijacks someone's behavior, predicting, he literally goes and gets two marketing executives and drives them around hacking their behavior with repetitive content. Mm -hmm. Darren drew the marketing, and then he said he brought them back to an office and said, give me a new, a new marketing campaign for a taxidermy store. Darren Brown drew it three hours before exactly the same rendition that they pumped out because he knows how to hack this right. part of the brain. You'll see that with magicians. A lot of their tricks are based on that same type of mind control. And being in sales, I think I got to follow this guy a little bit more. We're always told it's like seven, 12 exposures before you get somebody to buy. This guy's doing stuff in two. He's doing it in two exposures. Wow. A hundred percent without fear too. Jeez. And let's finish on this because I, I think it's going to be incredibly relatable. And at the same time, I think it's really going to flip people's worlds upside down sports. Yes. And I listened to this podcast where you went in on sports and I, it's one of the most fascinating things that I've ever listened to. Because I was so deep into that, like, I'm a fan, I'd consider myself even be a fanatic. And I like to have people over to my house and watch the MMA fights and all that kind of stuff. And I cheer when my guy wins, and I'm pissed when my person loses. Of course you are. <laughs> so explain the sports dynamic, how, how sports is used by the powers that be to, again, control our behaviors. We don't have the time, but what we can do, if you have the show notes, you can link that video in the show notes so that people can see because it's a great 20 minute video. And I, I've only done about 20 videos in my life. And that one gets a lot of play around the world in various different circles. In you, The thing about sports, there's so many different slave-like imprints and behavior modifications through the sporting leagues into the living rooms of the people that are watching it'd be best if they just watch the video if they're curious if they're curious how their sports are literally designed to make them more slave-like and happier in their slave situations their depressing situations their weakened situations they should probably watch the video themselves because th what we're talking about is like a watch. There's 150 pieces in the average watch and they all work together to accomplish one goal, which is telling the time. If you take out one piece, 
the watch no longer works. Most people today are in a watch sort of scenario. There's about 100 to 150 deeper programs running in their subconscious mind, 150 scripts that the movie house is forcing you to act out as the actor in your own life. And if you can just challenge a couple of those cogs in your own behavior, you can change your life for the better. You don't want to be so dependent and plugged in to a system like we have. The system that we have has no ability to make people happy. It has no ability to make people healthy. It has no ability to make the average person wealthy. There's no, you know, we're at the, we're at the limit of these systems and what they're trying to do is upgrade the slavery right now. So as the old systems collapse and people are like, oh, I want to unplug from the system. I'm not do doing this anymore. I'm not doing that. The people who run the systems are trying to put a bigger fence around us, drag us all back in and force us to plug back into these ugly and rotting systems that are well beyond their expiry date. Right. And so, oh, please continue. It's just to tell people, you know, and I'll send you, say, the best uh, mind control documentaries. You can put those in the show notes and people can investigate themselves that this is a real thing. Your news anchors are not there to make your lives better. Your entertainment shows are not there to make your lives better. And if you're investing in that, that's, again, the trick. You're sitting down, putting two hours a night into your worst life. You're spending $300 a month on alcohol proven to reduce your lifespan in any amount and proven to cause cancer. It's, it's proven to cause brain damage. And that's the big trick is that if I push, grabbed you in the subway with three of my friends and held you against the wall and poured vodka down your throat, you and everybody watching would know something is up. But in the ancient country of media, I could just... You you do it. You do it to yourself. The whole trick of this system is using the repetitive content to make you do to yourself something they could never do by force. Right. They could never force everybody to wear masks, but they can trick you to put them on yourself. They could never force you to close your own business. There's too many businesses, but they use the media. So everybody just goes out, locks it and leaves. It bankrupts by itself. And they say, hey, it wasn't us. It was you guys. It was this, it was that. So you have to be very aware that they're puppeteering you in the most ancient way so that you poison yourself and you pay for it. You waste time in front of the TV where you could be doing your business. I remember doing, I, I used the same brainwashing techniques. I took a guy last year. He could never make more than a hundred grand. Well, maybe he made 150 one year, but generally for 15 years of making a hundred. So we used the same brainwashing techniques. He was not drooling. He was, uh, we used a bit of hypnosis and then bang this year, 975, 975,000. Wow. Yeah. Just in one year. And he's like, yeah, it was totally easy. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> when you're brainwashed in the right direction, I guess it worked. And that's what a self-sabotage coach can do for you. It's yeah. It's that can... little bit of a block that if you just remove that blockage, there can be this overflowing of success, living out your dreams, reaching your full potential or beyond. Yeah, whatever. You just tell me what you want and then we'll, we'll make a, a repetitive imprint plan. 
to uh, change the script, trick this, this subconscious part of the mind is like a simple Simon paid the pie and it's very powerful, but it only re- re- reacts to repetitive content. Okay. That's it. And, and lastly, just so I can get a definitive answer on it. If I do want to watch sports, <laughs> is there a safe way to go about doing so, Jason? Yeah, you just you just watch it and just notice that, you know, there's advertising around the what they do. These the, the boards had like, say, hockey. Right. I'll even watch hockey. I watch the Super Bowl. But it's more I bring my own pad of paper to give me something to talk about. <laughs> something to talk about at the Super Bowl with the people who enjoy my content. Right. But just know that the advertising there is all about repetition. It does have a big uh, impact. And if you're watching the boards, just just notice their beers and Tim Hort things that poison you. Mm-hmm. Why why is the biggest profit centers in our society about poisoning? Is because that is part of the system. It's an indoctrination and poison based control grid. And you're always going to be plugged into it if you don't know how this behavior modification psychology operates. Mm. Well, Jason, this was fascinating. I have to talk to you again. (laughs) I'm happy you like the content. Yeah, it it was great. So if people want to find out more about you, where do they go? If they want to email me about maybe the programs, they can email me at jason at freedomfromselfsabotage.com. Or they can just go to my Facebook page, which is uh, Shadow Band, pretty good. Jason Kristoff, that's Christ with an OFF on the end. I'm also on Instagram. And um, other, I mean, if you want to email me, I'll just put you on my email list. Because I try to do different avenues. Sometimes certain social media platforms will be blocking certain stuff. So I'll go over here, go back and forth. It's it's kind of difficult. But when you talk about self-sabotage, there is no blocking. So it's one of my favorite subjects. Okay. Well, Jason, again, thank you very much for being here on the Launchpad Podcast. You can find us online at launchpadpodcast.com. So you can buy this sweet merch. Look at that, Jay. That's my rocket. I like that. That's yeah, a rocket up. You. Go your best life. Woo! Yeah, I'm going, yeah. going to the moon. And you yeah. can also find my stuff on YouTube at youtube.com slash jmanisalive and subscribe. You take care, be well, and love simply because you can.